Welcome to the Minor and Landis Immigration Update Podcast, the podcast where busy immigration professionals and foreign nationals go to keep up to date. It's mostly been a quiet week in immigration. Sometimes that's good when you work in such a quickly changing field as immigration law. So we have no big bombshells for you in this podcast, just two quick tips about some policy changes that you should be aware of. USCIS recently issued two policy changes regarding Form I-693, Report for Medical Examination or Vaccine Record, which directly impacts foreign nationals who have or will be applying for lawful permanent resident status. The first policy change issued by USCIS on August 12, 2021, temporarily extends the validity of Form I-693 from two to four years in response to the significant delays in processing and adjudicating petitions caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. Under this new policy, USCIS may extend the validity period of the Form I-693 if all of the following conditions are met. One, that the Form I-693 is signed and dated by the authorized civil surgeon, that is, a physician designated by USCIS to perform medical examinations, no more than 60 days before filing the Form I-485, which is the application to register permanent residence or adjust status. Number two, no more than four years can have passed since the date of the civil surgeon's signature. And number three, USCIS issues a decision on the Form I-485 no later than September 30th, 2021. Now, according to the USCIS alert regarding this policy change, the agency is, and I quote, on track to approve more employment-based adjustment of status applications than it has since fiscal year 2005. We have prioritized employment-based adjustment of status applications during every step of its processing and adjudication during this fiscal year. We continue to make processing and resource allocation decisions to increase the pace of adjudications and limit the potential for employment-based visa numbers to go unused." End quote. This sounds good, and we are cautiously optimistic that USCIS will follow through with this reprioritization of their caseload. The second policy change, issued by USCIS on August 25, 2021, will require applicants for lawful permanent residence to provide evidence of COVID-19 vaccinations beginning October 1, 2021. Under this new policy, USCIS, with limited exceptions that I will explain in a moment, will require foreign nationals who receive their Form I-693 on or after October 1, 2021 to obtain appropriate doses of the COVID-19 vaccinations and provide documentation of the vaccinations. Acceptable evidence confirming receipt of the COVID-19 vaccinations must be presented to the civil surgeon and must include evidence such as a vaccination record or medical chart with entries made by a physician or appropriate medical personnel. The civil surgeon will be required to utilize the vaccination record to complete Form I-693 to indicate the kind of COVID-19 vaccine received, in other words, the Pfizer, Moderna, or Johnson & Johnson, and the number of doses given. USCIS has authorized blanket waivers 
or exceptions to the COVID-19 vaccination requirement for the following groups of individuals. Applicants who are too young to receive the vaccine, applicants who have a medical contraindication to the vaccine, or applicants who do not have access to one of the approved COVID-19 vaccines in their home country. Individuals who object to and will not receive COVID-19 vaccinations because of their religious or moral beliefs may apply for an individual waiver with USCIS, but USCIS will grant or deny the individual waiver based solely on the agency's discretion. We definitely support this USCIS policy, which appears to be based on the most recent scientific and medical research available. However, it does make one question why the Department of Homeland Security would require COVID vaccinations for permanent residents and not for non-immigrants who enter the U.S. We talk about this very thing extensively in our June 7, 2021 podcast, Season 1, Episode 21, titled Travel Restrictions Not Based on Science. So if you would like to go back and listen, you can get more in-depth with this topic. But let's just say here that it's almost as if the policymakers within the United States government are under the false premise that COVID infects individuals discriminately based on their immigration status. And we all know that's not the case. So that's it for this week. Two quick but very important changes that we wanted to pass on to you. If you have any questions regarding these immigration policies or any other, please feel free to contact us at Minor and Landis for guidance with any aspect of immigration law. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Disclaimer. The information contained herein is intended only for educational or informational purposes and is not a substitute for legal advice. Further, listening to this HR tip in no way establishes an attorney-client relationship between you and Minor and Landis LLP. Listeners should consult legal counsel for definitive advice regarding the current law and regulations and how those apply to your unique situation within your organization.